Hello and welcome to GradCast, the official radio show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students here at Western University. I'm your host, Mark Ambrosio, and I'm humbled today, very humbled to be joined by two friends and fellow counselors on the Society of Graduate Students Council, uh, namely Kayla Davies and Evan Sauvet. So why don't we just simply start by having the two of you, Kayla and Evan, introduce yourselves. Kayla, why don't you tell us a little about who you are and what program you're in? Yeah, thanks, Mark. Um, yeah, so my name is Kayla Davies. I am doing my Master of Library and Information Science, so I'm in the Department of Faculty and Information Media Studies, I yes. think it is. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You're one of us. Yes, yes, I am. There's a lot of us on this show, I there think. Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So you're, you're, you're doing your Master of Library and Information Science yeah. degree. That's great. And you're one of... Um, there's four LIS counselors, yes. three MIS specifically, and yep. I'm the LIS PhD, PhD counselor. And we are joined by a non-FIMS person today <laughs> to give shout out to the rest of the university. Evan, <laughs> tell us about what program you you hail from. Yeah, I'm in the faculty of not FIMS. No, I'm in uh, I'm in the Department of Economics. I came to Western in 2018 to do my my MA in economics, and I stuck around for a PhD. So here I am. Uh, and on SOGS, I represent the Department of Economics. Uh, the, the first one in, according to our governance manager, the first one in over 10 years. So uh, traditionally, uh, historically unrepresented department. Very cool. I think that's a good segue into, well, maybe first we can talk about what exactly council is. Um, and I was thinking about this earlier today. Um, the Canadian statesman, Joe Clark, he once described <laughs> uh, Canada as a community of communities. So, you know, you have... Uh, there's Canada, and then there's Anglophone Canadians, Francophone Canadians, various Indigenous communities, etc. And I feel like that's a good way to describe the graduate student governance here at Western because we sort of have a federal system. We have SOGS itself, the Society of Graduate Students, which you know has the unfortunate acronym of SOGS, almost like wet sock or something, but <laughs> SOGS. <laughs> when you're used to it, it doesn't sound strange anymore. Uh, but that exists, you know, for all the university. And then we have at, at our individual programs associations or entities that represent the that run the student government at the local level. So Kayla, you are part one of three MLS counselors yeah. and you have a MLS student council, do you not? I do, yes. yes. Yep. And tell us about the MLS council, like what does it do and maybe who's the president, etc. Yeah, so right now our chair is Sierra Cook. Um, we started actually our programs at the same time and we're both done at the same time, which is really exciting. Um, right now, I think there's about 200 MLIS students total. Um, and our student council, we do some board game nights. We have our food bank for um, our council, as well as I think LIS PhD students. Um, and we do end of the year and start of the year socials. Mm -hmm. That's great. And yes, we've uh, our associations have cooperated in some events. Um, I'm part of the LIS DSA, so Library Information Science doctoral students association and we're not quite as active because we are a smaller association there aren't 200 of us <laughs> um, and also PhDs sometimes by their very nature after they're done their first two years of university sometimes called traditionally not so much at Western but at U of T they call it the residency your first two years um, sometimes you know it's lone scholar buried at home in a sea of books so sometimes it's hard to get PhD students to socialize but we have done some things together so we have yeah we have our own little governance the LISDSA which is a constitutive member 
or constituent member of the overall society of graduate students. So we have our own president, we have our own budget, we receive money for every meeting I attend. The more meetings I attend, the more money we receive. And uh, so um, people sort of all students, members in my association belong to two student governments, the local government and SOGS overall. Now, Ivan, I think your situation is a little more unique, as you say, because um, you are the revival of uh, student governance and economics, are you not? Revival is a strong word. Uh, <laughs> I am the most enthusiastic, we'll say, uh, member. So there's about 50, a little more than 50 graduate students in economics. That's master's and PhD put together. Um, economics is not alone in the sense that we don't have a grad student association. We don't have a you know, so when we talk about a SOGS constituency, that means different things for different departments, mm -hmm. right? And economics is really simple. We have a certain number of uh, seats dedicated to the, the, the having a small group. And what that means for us is one seat for uh, 50 students. Um, and so uh, like our, I'll, I'll put election in quotes here. You can't see my air quotes, but those of you in the, in the studio can see my air quotes. Um, our election was, I basically had to get four colleagues to sign a sheet of paper. And I don't, I mean, I, I don't know, speaking about SOGS broadly, which of those is the default. Like I, obviously what I have is a little simpler, but I think most constituencies probably have something more advanced than that. Well, I think, yeah, I think the idea, I could be wrong. I think the ideal is to have an association and then right. your president would fill out the paperwork and say, you know, Evan Sylvay is our counselor. Right. But in the absence of an association, you get four, four, so four signatures, which is pretty easy when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I just, I just show up at people's offices and I say, Hey, like, Hey, you know, I, do you think I did a good job last year? Why don't we do it again? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, it's, uh, so, so I, I sort of I, I aspired that someday maybe the Department of Economics would have something like that. The flip side of that is it means it's really easy to get involved, right? So mm. it's it's such a low barrier to entry. So and if it if it hadn't been for that, who knows if I ever would have you know gotten involved, right? But with without a graduate student association, um, what that means is everything sort of falls to me, right? Like ev everything, how how do we spend this money, et cetera, et cetera? All of that is uh, mm. I, I you know I. I like to I talk to my constituents, of course, but um, ultimately there's there's no division of labor. It's just me. Yeah, yep. you are the student government. I am the student economics. government <laughs> in the Department of Economics. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And um, um, I know we've talked about this, Evan, but it's interesting because um, and I think that's great. You, you are representing student governance on behalf of the economics department, mm -hmm. and you represent both the PhDs and the MAs. That's right. And just because it's compared to the MLS, MLS is a huge program, and economics are still reasonably sized, but you're just, you're not 200. Yeah. Yeah. 52. 52. So that, that's, that's pretty reasonable size. So you, you're filling in, you're not even so much filling in for someone or placing someone so much as you are filling in for a vacant spot that had sat empty for you, you're saying for 10 years? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, the Department of Economics, uh, I, I got involved. I just saw, you know, SOG sends everybody emails, right? We get emails and I thought, ah, I'd like to learn a little more about that. So I started reaching out and went down to the SOG's office and, you know, all, all the staff were nice and everybody helped me along. But yeah, because, because there hadn't been I, I, I mean, I, I can't I can't speak for the experiences of other people uh, who are in departments with, let's say, a more established track. Um, but for me, what it meant was I kind of had to figure a lot out on my own. So uh, I was very, very happy to have, I would say, lots of other counselors as well as the staff sort of point me. This is what you're supposed to do next, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that's very cool. So, um, But yes, it was vacant for me until uh this year it was vacant for economics for like i said it's it's at least 10 years according to our records yeah no i'm, I'm glad you're able to uh, represent your your program mm -hmm. and your department um 
Kayla, so you're not filling in empty spots. Like the mm. MLS has a strong track record of filling council seats. How did you become a councillor? So I kind of got involved by accident. So like I mentioned earlier, um, the chair of our program, she was looking around for some more counselors. Our program is about a year long. So it's really quick, really quick turnaround time. So it's really hard to get people that are staying for that entire year. So yeah, this semester a seat came open. She asked if I was interested and I was like, yeah, sure. And similar to Evan, I just had to get some paperwork signed and here I am. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad you got involved. And uh, for those listeners who don't know, the MLS degree, you're able to finish it in one year, but doing it in one year is a pretty intensive program, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. It's five (laughs) courses each semester. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. And uh, I'm glad you're, you know, and there's some people who may take three or four, and then there's also co-op option, which works well for being a professional degree. But that's awesome that you got involved and that you are... um, and then there's two others. There's yes. uh, who are the other two? Um, it's going to be Sarah yeah. and I think you're, and then there's Emma. Emma. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And so I'm, I'm glad I'm glad yeah. you're on council. Uh, so speaking of underrepresented programs and underrepresented departments, um, I think we want, and I know you and I haven't agreed on this. Like we moved to have council resume primarily in person meetings not too long ago, and we want to see the engagement from councillors increase and also engagement from different programs and departments that don't have counselors. We want them to be represented in student governance here at Western. Mm-hmm. And I know you are you came to this interview armed and equipped. Maybe you can uh, <laughs> with a list of some of the underrepresented programs, not to shame them so much as to perhaps gently cajole them into <laughs> encourage. <laughs> encourage. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think uh one thing, so earlier you said we're a community of communities here at yes. Western, and I think that's beautiful, and so we'll thank, we'll thank uh, former Prime Minister Joe Clark. Yes, was yes. that who that was? Okay. <laughs> yes, briefly. Um, yeah, so uh, because I think economics is probably so different from sociology, which is different from science, which is you know all the sciences, and it's different from statistics and whatever, and so I, I've really enjoyed meeting different people from different programs, but yeah, like I think, I think different departments can be really different. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, when there's a vacant seat, I think it's a big deal. I, I, at the very least, I think I would really like to meet some of these people from these, uh, we'll say, uh, I don't want to say unrepresented because we're representing everybody in a sense, yes. but but from lesser represented lesser departments. Represented. So uh, assuming nobody will object here in this room, I, I have a list of the currently, there are no representatives from these departments. So uh, GradCast listener, if you are from one of these departments and you want to join SOGS, yeah. we'd love to have you. We are talking to you. Yes, that's <laughs> your, please. So here, here are the currently unrepresented departments. Advanced healthcare practice, anthropology, applied health sciences, biochemistry, business, computer science, family medicine, financial economics, that's our our sort of cousin program, uh, food and nutrition, kinesiology, mathematics, orthodontics, public administration, statistics and actuarial sciences, surgery, which I take is from the medical end of Western, theology, and women's studies. So these ones are positions between there's one to three in each of these departments that uh, our seats are allotted based on uh, student uh, enrollment um, but but none of them are represented we also have can I keep going okay Please do. We, yeah. we also have departments that are represented but are they have more seats than they currently have counselors so education in a perfect council would have 18 counselors but they only have one engineering would have 16 but they only have one um, and in similar boats are health and information sciences, 
management, the the uh, Masters of Science business program, nursing, occupational therapy, pathology, and psychology should have three seats, but they only have two counselors right now. So there's one vacant in my, uh, this is another faculty of social science program. So uh, yeah. I, I feel a, a deeper sense of connection to the- Are they, is psychology up the floor or down? down? <laughs> This is going to tell you that I have really no idea what's going on because okay. I, I don't. I don't Fair even enough. know. I know, I know we're we're on the fourth floor, and I think we. I think Dan School of Management is on our floor, but okay. I don't. Geography is on the floor, first floor. I don't yes. know. There's some, I, sh- I should know. There's somewhere in the social science center. So uh, yeah. So I. Uh, so for financial economics, because it's sort of a related program to what I do in the Department of Economics proper, um, I've reached out to their admin and I've said, you know, you you have this long-standing, historically uh, unrepresented department. We'd love to have you on. You know, council is... It's 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 a 90-minute meeting once a month, and we don't even meet in December. Like it's a, it's a good commitment because it's sort of short relative to some of the other time commitments you can you can have on campus. But it's also fun. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy it, and I think the work we do is is important, and I think it's also uh, rewarding. So I've reached out to them. I'm hoping in the new year we get a financial a- 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 economics counselor. But I hope we get counselors from all of these currently unrepresented departments. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be amazing. And yeah, there's some complexity to that list. So as you mentioned, financial economics, mm-hmm. are they in the same department as you? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we share, we share, yes, they're in the same department. They, they have, mm-hmm. they share our classrooms. There's a couple of spaces that are just for us or just for them, but uh, it would be very hard to sort of not see them in a given day. And I like to see them too. I wouldn't ever yeah. intentionally not see them, but <laughs> but it would also be difficult even if I tried. Yeah, because uh, that list, um, SOGS is a really interesting entity when you think about it. And because um, there are programs, there are departments that have multiple multiple graduate programs that are entitled to different seats on council, which is kind of interesting. And um, they're also, Western's interesting because, so for example, the MD degree is technically an undergraduate degree. Yes. But there are medical degrees listed there, such as surgery, which is a postgraduate degree. That's right. Um, and there are certain programs like, so for example, food and nutrition is offered out of Brescia. So mm. Brescia primarily teaches undergraduates, uh, but food and nutrition um, is a graduate program recognized in a constituent member of SOGS, which is mm-hmm. kind of interesting. And I believe it, it's time we were talking about Brescia. Brescia may be integrating into main campus, but that program, I'm, I understand, will continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's a light commitment, but it's a powerful commitment because... Uh, students sometimes don't always appreciate where student, you know, how um, program or different program associations or in lack of associations, you <laughs> get, get funding to host things like a, a party or I know uh, MIS is very active and it's mm-hmm. through our attendance at council. And the more meetings we attend, the more funding we get through through uh, SOGS. Right. And so like um, you, you, this is now your second year. Yeah, I'm second year. And uh, you're a second year. I'm a second year as well. And I, I know I'd like to drop the fun fact. There are 16 of us in the current council. So right now we have 89 seats filled. Of that number, 16 of us are on for either a second year or, or more. I think there's 12 of us in our second year. I think it's like three in the third year. And we have one counselor, and I won't, I won't do names, but we have one counselor who's doing this is that person's fourth year on council four years mm-hmm. yeah that's tremendous commitment that is tremendous I, I love commitment. that i know i i, I forget, yeah i've heard in the past being a western graduate and from london yeah. of people having sat on council for years yeah. um but but interesting to know i there's only 16 of us who for whom it's our second year that's right yeah yeah that's weird but um but also explains a lot because you know i'm sitting there looking around i'm like wait a second you know, it's a new room of people <laughs> yeah and it's new for us we're we're a weird group i think because 
our first year was all online. And now we're just at the beginning of this year. And our last council session, our last council meeting of the last session was the first one in person. And now we've had a, a few in person. Um, so that's kind of exciting, right? Because it's like we're, we're getting a whole new experience. Mm -hmm. We had this online thing. And now it's, it's a you know, it is a hybrid thing, but it's. I don't want to say primarily in person, but I think a lot of us are coming in person, and that's fun. I've been going in person. I, yeah. I, so speaking for myself, it's it feels very different to be going in person. But I know I do appreciate the experience, and as you know, like uh, we've sometimes had like a pre-council drop-in at SOGS, mm -hmm. um, and uh, and Emily, our speaker, has made it more official, included as part of the invitation. I council starts at what uh, six thirty, yep, and we sometimes have like five or five thirty on. Join us downstairs at Grad Club for whether a beer or a bite to eat, mm -hmm. and. And, uh, you know, you can take the opportunity to ask an MLA questions. I think it starts at 5 because an MLA goes upstairs at 5.30 to get ready. But you could ask uh, an MLA or speaker some questions or mm -hmm. just a chance to meet other counselors. Mm -hmm. um, Kayla, have you um, – how have you enjoyed your experience sitting on council so far? I've really enjoyed it. Um, you know, because our program is so short and we're such a small cohort when we start, I don't really get to meet anyone else on campus um, I mean, now I do. I work in the SOGS office. Um, but How long have you been working in the SOGS office for? Um, I think since October. Yeah, mm -hmm. so relatively new. I'm just at the front desk there. Um, so I've met a lot of new students that way. But other than that and other than being on council, I wouldn't have met any any other students. So I've really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think one of the greatest things about my extracurricular involvement here at Western has been stepping outside of my office and the people who are in my immediate program. Um, you know, like I've done things like SOG sponsors, Fresh Air. I've only gone to one so far, but I hope to go to more Fresh Air Fridays, go for a nice walk around campus or in the immediate area here in London. Um, you know, and SOG sponsors, Gradcast, the official radio show and podcast of Society of Graduate Students. <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, it Subtle. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's great to be, you know, to meet um, students from other programs and hear what they're studying. And it's like, Wow, there's you know there's life out here at Western. <laughs> and, uh, Can I jump in on that? Please do. That's probably my favorite thing about council. Like mm -hmm. as much as I love, I, I do like serving. Um, I, I do like serving the, uh, the the greater student population. I like representing economists too. I mean that's that's always fun for me. Um, but one of the best things about SOGS Council, I think, for me, has been because grad school is so I think inherently. Uh, isolatory might mm. be might be the way to say Alone that. Lone scholar. I, yeah, I, I almost find, I have I have almost no events where I can go and meet. Uh, I mean, there are plenty of events where I could go and meet other people, um, but council forces me to have full conversations with these people too, right? Mm. And so that's been really fun. And there 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 are people who are so smart, but not thinking about any sort of social problem in the way I'm thinking about them at all because of their training, right? As being so different from mine. So I think I think you know. I think that's probably I, if I had to pick one thing that I've enjoyed about being a counselor, it's it's getting to meet all the other counselors uh, like you nice folks and not mm. just counselors, of course. Uh, uh, there, there's there's other people in the SOGS universe who are non counselors who I've enjoyed meeting as well. I know. And yeah. I agree with you. And that's that's the that, the biggest plus side. Mm. And so we've spoken a fair bit about counsel now. And some people may be wondering, like for us, it's obvious what we do. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of people wondering, OK, what exactly is counsel? And you know, you know, we've spoken about governance. 
and this Byzantine federal structure, but what is it exactly those of us who sit on council itself do? Mm -hmm. And uh, Kayla, how would you describe, like when you attend a council meeting, what happens in a council meeting? Yeah, so generally at council meetings, um, you know, aside from elections, we go through the previous minutes from last council meeting, um, and we generally get updates from our president and vice president um, about current ongoings, what's going on on campus, and then we move into motions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, uh, I think the best way to describe it, and I've seen described it this way, is as SOGS's House of Commons. So it's basically SOGS's governing body, in addition to things like the Executive Council. But the Executive Council reports back to SOGS. As you say, they give updates, they tell us what's going on. And it's an opportunity, you know, if a constituent says, what's going on with this? You know, you have the opportunity to stand up and say, you know, um, you know, speaker, through you, I wanted to ask the VP, whatever, a question about whatever. And mm -hmm. it's the opportunity to air grievances, to change things, to give a voice to people who may not otherwise feel that they can have a voice in what's happening here at Western. Mm -hmm. Evan, do you want to speak to that a little bit, maybe? Uh, yeah, I would say the only difference between maybe us and the House of Commons is we're not at least formally divided into parties. I mean, there's, there's nothing like that. But I think being on council, one thing I've learned is how uh, sort of parliamentary order works, right? We, mm -hmm. we, uh, we call it Robert's Rules, but it doesn't really matter what it's called. But what matters is you sort of learn the processes of how these things work. So, you know, a motion is called up. We want to, I don't know, I want to make up something. We want to, we want to paint the grad club pink or something. Maybe, maybe that's a, <laughs> yes. and, and Mark feels very strongly that we need to make it uh, green. And so Mark gets, I hate, you know, I don't like this motion at all. And I say, well, I, you know, I, I think pink, pink, pink was the faculty of mathematics color at Waterloo. And I, that's where I went before. So pink, pink, you know, whatever, silly arguments, but we get up and, and we, we get a chance to uh, represent whether we think the motion's a good idea or, or it's a, or it's a, needs sometimes we make amendments or sometimes we full out reject um but it, it gives us an opportunity to debate um and the spirit of debate is uh i, I think the cornerstone of any parliamentary process and, and it, it's really fun um because you know disagreeing with people respectfully is fun and that's how good decisions are made um and so i think uh so yeah so if you came to council maybe the first time you come you'd be a little uh I don't know if you'd be, what do you think? Do you th was it overwhelming at your first council sessions? You you had more experience, Mark, with uh, different councils and such in the well, past. Well, a bit, but yeah, no. Yeah. Um, did, Kayla, did, did you find yours was overwhelming at first? Um, mostly just due to the sheer size. Like I was involved uh, during my undergrad in our, our student council. So I, I kind of knew how it was going to run, but it was a small university. So mm -hmm. there wasn't much going on, wasn't much to, to really talk about. Um, so... Mm -hmm. Not as much as I think some some counselors may okay. find it. Yeah. yeah, but I think like it, the the process is it, it it's formal, but it's it's pretty straightforward. We announce a motion. We somebody gets up and says, "Here's why I think it's good." We have a little bit of debate. Everybody's allowed to speak. You just raise your hand, mm -hmm. and and it's very organized because the speaker calls on you to speak. And then at the end, we vote. Yeah. Like it's a, like it, as much as it's there's all these calls to this and motions to that, it really is a pretty simple process. It is, right? until we get into amendments. Amendments to amendments. To, amendments. <laughs> to tabling and amendments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah we've yeah. had a couple of those in recent meetings. Um, you both spoke to your undergrad, undergrads. Yes. And I wonder if you could step away briefly from uh, uh, council. Maybe, uh, Kayla, where did you do your, so you're now doing your MLS, it's a yeah. professional master's degree. 
Um, where did you do your undergraduate? Yeah, so I went to Vancouver Island University out in British Columbia, um, and I have a diploma and a Bachelor of Arts in Criminology. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Now, that's exciting. Now, and I mentioned professional master's, which is uh, a little bit tricky because I feel like MLIS and the LIS world in general has a professional connection with libraries and archives and information services, uh, but it's also an academic discipline in its own right. And are you leaning more towards the academic side or the professional side? Uh, definitely more academic. Um, I'm graduating this semester, so I'm really excited. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, I'm starting PhD applications, but I also am keeping kind of an open mind to professional librarianship and just seeing seeing what happens. Mm -hmm. And and working as a librarian in an academic setting yeah. is a good fallback. And, and you know, you, you're at an introspective position of the academic <laughs> and the professional. Um, but no, that's very cool. And what yeah. uh, PhD programs are you potentially looking at, if you don't mind yeah. sharing? Um, I'm looking at a couple criminology programs. Um, mm. And then here at Western, I'm looking at the health information science, also housed under FIMS, as well as the sociology PhD. Very cool. So those are some interesting options. And, and of course, <laughs> if you get into health and information sciences here. It's a vacancy. There is one vacancy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's awesome. And, yeah, and you can carry on and uh, fill that vacancy and yeah. sit on a, carry on with, and sit, continue to sit on a council. Evan, I know obviously you're a PhD student in economics. You mentioned uh, you did your undergraduate at Waterloo? Yeah, so I went to the University of Waterloo um, for my undergrad. I got a, it's called a Bachelor's of Mathematics although my major was called mathematical economics. So people wonder if I got a BA rather than a BMath. No, I got a BMath. Sure. Um, so what it meant was I took 22 math classes and then gave up like all of my electives to take economics. So at about 14, 15 economics courses, but a lot of math, a lot of economics. Um, and then from there, I applied to a few places. Uh, I liked Western's program for a few reasons. One of them being uh, the funding package was very very good. That's that's the love language of economists, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, no, but but I also like the the faculty to student ratio. It was it's not quite one to one, um, but there's almost as many faculty as there are students in our department. That's crazy. Uh, and what that means is you get a lot of mentorship, and that's a very appealing thing for uh, a, a hopeful budding uh, academic for sure. Now I don't know too much about economics, um, okay. but are there like in the same way there's like in philosophy there's medieval philosophy, analytical philosophy, etc. In economics, what are some of the fields and sure. what is your field? Uh, yeah, very good. So um, broadly, we would divide the, the, the discipline into theory and uh, what we call applied or people who use uh, data as a central part of what they do. So theoretical uh, economics looks very much like math to the untrained eye. Um, but for the rest of us, it looks maybe a bit more like statistics. Um, so some of the fields would be things like um, health economics, development economics, uh, or what I do, which is called labor economics. And so I care very much about what people get paid and how often they work and who works and who doesn't and the inequalities of these things. And yeah, that's what labor economists do. That's very cool. Those are exciting areas. Yes. Um, so we're, we're going to have to wrap up our show pretty soon, unfortunately. But before we go, mm -hmm. Kayla, do you have a presence online? I do, yes. I have a LinkedIn, and it'll be linked in the, the show notes. Oh, very wow, a pun. <laughs> very cool. Very awesome. We look forward to sharing that. And how about yourself, Evan? I know you're shy and soft-spoken and yeah, introvert, yeah. but do you have a presence online? Yeah, the, yeah 98th percentile extroversion, but yeah. I'm <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, if anybody would like to follow me on X, formerly called Twitter, uh, they can find me at at econ underscore ev. So econ underscore ev. 
a nickname of mine. Uh, I tweet about economics and education mostly. So if that's appealing to anybody, they could follow me. And if it's completely <laughs> unappealing, then I understand. Perfect. And we'll yeah. have that hyperlinked in our episode description. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of episode, this has been, um, we've had an ongoing look at SOGS. And uh, this has been the last, this is the last episode in that. We call it the Scoop on Sock. So I'm, I couldn't think of a better way to wrap it up than having you here, Evan, and you, Kayla. So thank you very much to you, Kayla and Evan, for joining us today. And, and thank you to Mark, yeah, who is you. is serving too. He's not only a host, he's also a counselor himself. Yes, so. I'm wearing two hats. Yes, well, <laughs> well, well, and, and what a great job you're doing well, holding both those hats. Well, thank you very much. I really <laughs> appreciate it, Evan. And, it's, and one of the honors of being on council has been the opportunity to meet both of you and to have both of you as a friend. Mm-hmm. This has been GradCast, the official radio show and podcast of the Society of Graduate Students at Western University. I've been your host, Mark Ambrosio. This episode was produced by Emily Hutchinson. If you'd like to be involved with the show or get in contact with us, email us at gradcast at sogs.ca. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at GradCast Radio. To listen to us, we're on Radio Western 94.9 FM. You can find all our episodes wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks again to Kayla and Evan for joining us. It's been been a real pleasure. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.